0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is my distinct pleasure to kick off the Florida Keys weekly podcast this is Brett Myers, owner publisher here at Keys Weekly, uh, Keys Weekly newspapers, Key West Weekly here in Key West, where we're uh, recording from here, live at our office, just on Stock Island. Uh, we're gonna have a special guest today that I'm proud of. Before we kick off, I want to let folks know that are listening. Um, we're gonna do this each week. We're gonna have some special guests on here. We're gonna mix it up. It's also important to, to know uh, uh, this is a great opportunity. We're excited to have this partnership with our radio friends. This is only my second podcast I've ever done, first one I've ever hosted. So if it sounds kind of crazy, um, that's the reason. So uh, you're going to enjoy this ride with me. We're going to have some fun with it. But I'm pretty excited today. Like I said, Keys Weekly Newspapers. I thought what better way to kick this thing off than bring on our very own editor here in Key West at the Key West Weekly, then uh, Mandy Miles. She's well-known by most. She was nominated this year for Best Local Celebrity in the Key West Bubba's, Key West People's Choice Awards. Not an easy feat when you look at the history of that award being won by Howard Livingston, won by Hobie this year. Mandy was nominated alongside some uh, really cool people, so we're proud to have her on on our team. She's a wealth of knowledge. She's been in Key West for some time. She's very young, but she's still been here for some time. And uh, she's got a great grasp on this community, what it's all about, and brings a lot of coverage and insight to readers and locals each week through the paper. So Mandy Miles, our first guest ever on the Florida Keys weekly podcast. Mandy, welcome. Wow. Thank you
1: so much. I can't believe what did I do to, to, to deserve this uh, this distinct honor. Thank you so much, and thanks for the uh, thanks for the young shout out as she says as she puts her reading glasses on her head.
0: Absolutely. So, Mandy, don't be too honored. To you. you were the closest person to the microphone today, so I yelled, "Mandy, get in here. Let's do a podcast." <laughs> no, that's not true. I, I thought, what better way, honestly, to kick this off than to have you come in here, talk about kind of who we are, what we do in the community. The paper's been around for twenty years. The weekly papers. We have a Key West version, a Marathon version. Upper Keys Weekly. We do about 50 magazines a year. What that means, Mandy, is you do a ton of work. You're the Key West editor, and uh, but you've been here quite some time. You've been in media most of your life. Tell I us. have
1: most of my adult life. Actually, all of my adult life, yeah, since uh, I graduated college in 98 and then came to Key West and started working for uh, for a media outlet. And I've we
0: can say it. It's okay. We, we The citizens, a 100-year-old paper here in town. It's that's had true. Different it's an institution. But it is. It's been around a long time. I don't mind saying their name on the air. Got good friends over there, but that's who you were with for... for 21
1: years, I believe. Yeah. yeah. 21
0: years. You came over with us. We were happy to get you. We'd make no apologies for that. Happy to get you over <laughs> with you. us a few Thank years you. back. And uh, the rest is history. But... Uh, from what we do in the community, it is, it's is—it's interesting to bring that up. There's quite a difference, I think, from a daily paper Absolutely, here yes. or in the country than a weekly paper. What's been the biggest jump for you? I know you're used to it now, and you've got this thing down to an art, but tell me about going from a daily paper to a weekly paper. Well,
1: it was interesting when I first started because I was, I was sort of thinking – Okay, the you know back at the daily paper we had one and a half two pages to fill each day with local news. The rest of it was sort of um, uh, AP style uh, or AP content in the national news. So I'm thinking, all right, this is I only have to do this once a week. But now once a week we have 48 pages to fill with local <laughs> news. So it is a uh, it is certainly not easier to do a weekly. I will say that than uh, than daily. But it's also been interesting. It, very soon after I started here it was, I mean, I was only here five months when COVID started and everything was changing constantly hourly, every 10 minutes with closures and rules and yeah. statistics. And we really, really stepped up and, and started becoming a digital daily paper in uh, in that regard. Very, very soon after I started here.
0: That is interesting. That's been a big change that you've been a part of. Even even as a weekly paper, our digital format has taken off. It's so big now. It gives us the ability to really be a daily news source Um and, and provide news daily, but I th- and you're a great journalist, no matter what you're doing. But I think something that we always knew really kind of fits your style and your abilities is to be able to go into a weekly format and really dig into a story and not just have you know a quick. We got to get That's this out. That's amazing. That's a luxury. And, yes. And have the introspective uh, pieces, whether it's community pieces, politics. You know, whatever it might be that you're able to go in and do and really dive into and give a little more background and context to.
1: Absolutely. That's it. That's a huge luxury just to be able to make more phone calls, talk to more people. Um, you know, sometimes there's more than two sides to every story. So, I mean, at the minimum, you're telling both sides. But if there's more people, more influence and more people affected by things, which is always what we're trying to think of is how does this new law, how does this new rule, how does this election amendment or something, who are the people that it affects and how does it, affect them um the politicians will talk forever about about legislation they're they're passing but um but our job is to is to un, unravel it and tell the people how this is going to affect them in in real terms in yeah. real real life
0: so let's go so we're getting started here again this is brett myers we're on the florida keys weekly podcast uh you might be listening to us in radio land as well we've got mandy miles editor of the key west weekly um a few ground rules mandy so we're going to kick this thing off we're going to talk about some news this week in the past few weeks that you've been covering here in the community, not just Key West, but uh, Monroe County and the Florida Keys. Um, a few ground rules. Uh, this does go on the radio. You can't say bad words. I know okay. that this will be tough for you. So uh, <laughs> if, any, if you do say any bad words on the radio, we have the wonderful uh, Shanice DeSantos. She's right here beside us. She's our producer. Uh, she's got all these switches and green lights that are blinking. I am not allowed to touch a single one of those things for for obvious reasons. Um, And then also, we're going to mix this up each week. It's going to come to you weekly, and when we do, we'll have some really cool guests. But Mandy will be a reoccurring guest on this. So Mandy will come on and bring some news, some different things that we're doing. And why I think that's important, I'll toot our horn at the Keys Weekly, and even here at the Key West Weekly, uh, is I really feel like, the news that comes out of this is always going to be community based, community community oriented, and so uh, I, I feel good. I think it really fits this show really well. So I as think we it talk does, about absolutely things, and we have a little bit of every, everything to offer in, in the Key West Weekly here that we're looking at: Marathon Weekly, Upper Keys Weekly. We have humor, we have politics, we have what else?
1: Uh, people profiles, pets, animals, wildlife. <laughs> good God! <laughs> and that's
0: just the I'm people. Just, that's just, just the just people we're week. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, celebrities. I mean, just a few weeks ago, uh, you had uh, Florida Georgia Lines, uh, uh, which Brian Kelly. Yeah, that's Brian right, Kelly, Brian Kelly. Kelly yep. And Pretty, you had Mark.
1: Uh, you had Mark Wahlberg.
0: We, we've been lucky in that sense. It's uh, you know, it's one of the the many perks. We have a lot of fun, but we have a lot of celebrities come through Key West. That's true. And when they come down, we've been fortunate to be the publication I think of choice. To land a lot of those interviews, we've had Jimmy Buffett, Mark Wahlberg, Emilio Estevez, uh, Huey Lewis, of course, yours last week. And the list goes on. The list and, uh, goes on. It's yeah. amazing. It's cool. Uh, so we'll start with that. So let's go back to you, Mandy Miles, editor of the Key West Weekly. Uh, you first came down here from where, though?
1: I first came down. I graduated college from in North Carolina, but was originally from the South Jersey Shore. So I went home the summer after I graduated, waited tables for a couple months and got the job. got the job down here in Key West two months after i graduated college so i've been down here since i was a young 22 swinging single trouble causing uh, uh yeah recent college grad
0: and you really are a staple people know mandy miles name in the community um you've had a lot of boyfriends i'm not going to name them because <laughs> now your husband stan it's one of the coolest dudes i know that's and right stan I, knows most of them luckily, oh no, no right. <laughs> so uh, yeah mandy's dated uh, a lot of people in town and <laughs> And I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I better get punched in the face. Um, No. So uh, uh, you've been here and you've you've really established yourself as that person in town. And again, got nominated at the Bubba's. We just came out of the 2021 Bubba's. Uh, We put that show on at the Keys Weekly. It was our eighth annual event, Key West People's Choice Awards. And I thought it was really cool that you got nominated for best.
1: That was it, such an honor. I couldn't believe it. I, I mean, I thought my mom might nominate me, but then when I found out other people actually did without me asking, was that was that was just so, so, fl- I was beyond flattered. Did your mom nominate you? Yes, she did. Okay. She was one of them.
0: Well, tell your mom no thank you for, she didn't nominate <laughs> me. So I, th- I, thought I, had, I thought I had that vote in the bag. And she can vote, Damn. so people need to realize this. If you're somehow not from here or familiar for some reason, not with the Bubbas, um, it's a really cool, Uh, Best of contest is all online. Uh, it's all by the voters so you vote on this so it's not like we chose hey we like mandy miles she works for you know with us uh let's let's make her no the voters did that the voters do that and And we have
1: 82 80 what 85 categories of of awards and we don't it's not as if we issue you know three choices for people to uh for people to choose from they can submit any nominee that they want in any category we got some really weird (laughs) yes we do nominations
0: but no but but predominantly in, in year in and year out bill hobie uh at another radio station, good friend of ours and everyone that's listening. He's been nominated each year and came yes. in second place to Howard Livingston.
1: The Susan Lucci of the Bubba. Yes, and he
0: got to interview Susan Lucci this year because of that. Yep. And he's always taken it in stride for the most part. But it meant a lot to him. He won that this year. He you, did you, say it
1: was getting tedious. The second place was getting tedious. <laughs> so after seven years of second
0: place, Bill Hobie won that year, and you got to present him. I did at the Bubba's event. We do a big, gala, you know, a big gala or uh, awards event. At the Key West theater that raises money for all these charities, we won't go into all that right now. Maybe in a bit. But you got to go on the stage and present Hobie with the award, which I, I did. thought you know, Mandy Miles right here with us getting to present Hobie with the award was a pretty fun that day. was and killer.
1: He, that was a great night. That yeah. was a, that was that was fantastic. And you know, and Britt and uh, Britt came up with the idea to pretend that I w- that I had won and that Hobie had once again come in come in second. So they initially announced that it was uh, that I was the winner, and then I took the took the award plaque from Rick Lopez from the radio station and said, thank you so much, but we are just kidding. Hobie, Hobie is the winner. And he was, yeah, the look on his face was, was priceless. That was cool.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen Hobie Get teary-eyed that often, unless it was due to alcohol. <laughs> uh, but he was—he was in all seriousness. He was very moved that night. But for you to be able to present that to him, he was all pumped up. That was a lot of fun. That was cool. And so we just came out of that a few weeks back. Um, huge deal here in the community. It was a lot of fun. That was my first Bubba's too, because I was because we couldn't we didn't do the live show for during yeah, the pandemic. COVID, yeah, COVID shut us down the year before. We got to go back to a live uh, awards night for that. Uh, Three hundred fifty people strong at the Key West Theater a lot of jokes a, a lot, lot of, of irreverence We had U.S. uh, congressmen there. We had most of our city commission, our county commissioners there. No city commissioners. Uh, Most of our (laughs) county commissioners there. Uh, A lot of neat people up and down and diverse business owners, nonprofit people. It's just such a cool night to have that. It's every
1: exactly. It's a high concentration of of true, truly, true movers and shakers in the community, and and they have fun. They're you know, it's not a real stiff stiff formal affair. It's everybody having a good time, having drinks, and uh, you know, I mean, we had congressmen on stage. doing charades and and uh, and lip sync contest which was it's it's a great great event
0: it is Uh, one one night people can kind of leave all of the garbage and baggage at the door the trolling the politics the the petty everyone's taking sides do you mask do you not mask do you we, 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 you could fight over who's eating Snickers bars these days. This town fights over everything. You know, Constantly. Well, the whole nation. You know, yeah. it's, it's all, everyone has to be divisive and take one side or the other. And that event, we were able to leave it at the door and yes. people come in and just have a great time. So- um, really cool night. Mandy Miles here with us at the Florida Keys Weekly Podcast. I'm Brett Myers. We're digging into what Mandy Miles does here at the Key West Weekly. She's our editor. Let's talk about news a little bit. That's okay. what we came for. That's what the good folks listening are just eager to hear. What have you been up to? I know uh, here recently a lot's been in the news with good reason with Afghanistan. What's going on there? And the tragedy it was just heartbreaking. We see some of the, the news coming out as the Taliban... Uh, takes back over that country and particularly the scenes coming out of Kabul and, and the capital there. Oh, my
1: God. It's devastating. It's devastating.
0: So in true Keys Weekly fashion, Mandy Miles, I feel like you did a great story here recently where we didn't come in and politicize it. We didn't take a side, who's wrong or right. Rich president for the last 10 presidents fault is it? Blah, blah, blah. You just basically did a story, you and your team, I think Jimmy McCarthy and our Upper Keys Weekly and some others, Sarah Mathis and Marathon, got together, but you really spearheaded this and got to reach out to some very prominent veterans and current uh, service men and women who... Had boots on the ground there, and served there, and saw what it was like, and saw the lives they changed, and saw the good they were doing. And you just interviewed them to say, "Hey, what? Why were we there? What was it all about?" We
1: let them tell the story. I mean, obviously, I wrote I wrote an intro summarizing what was happening um, with with our withdrawal of troops and the gradual uh, the drawdown of troops over recent years but yeah i wanted to ask the people and and we are fortunate in that the key key west is such a military town and has so many military ties always has for i mean you know centuries so and it, they've had been an active presence a community partner so it's easy to reach out to these guys and i wanted them to be able to tell the stories as opposed to you know and, and one of their biggest complaints was the whole 20 years we were there was the it was the politicians Running this war Without listening to the guys Who were on the ground So the yeah. biggest thing I wanted to talk I wanted to hear from the guys On the ground And uh, and make sure that they That they had their say And and could comment And a lot of them They knew they were changing lives They were they were proud of what they did there For 20 years Keeping the Taliban at bay Watching women go to school Drive cars Graduate from college And uh, you know And just smile Listen to music And you know Embrace technology All these things That, that hadn't been done Done before and then to watch so none of them had anything bad to say about about what they did there but it was the end of it you know it was the exit and the biggest overarching comment and sentiment that I heard was their concern for their Afghan friends and their allies, their drivers, their interpreters, translators, um, every contractors that they knew. That was their biggest, biggest concern was that these guys now have a target on their back.
0: I think that's what really moved me reading it. And there's some people in there I want to mention. But again, Mandy Miles here from QS Q Weekly, the story on Afghanistan where you talk to these folks that were there on the ground. One thing that really jumps out with Key West, you mentioned it mentioned it being a military town. We know a lot of these men and women. Yes, um, you never know the magnitude, and they would, ne- and that's what makes them who they are. You know, these are people who have taken fire, uh, who have probably buried some friends absolutely tragically, uh, who have seen families they've helped in those places you would never know that when you meet them here other than you know they're good people oh served, you have to but, draw it out of them you yeah. have to
1: beg them to talk about it
0: and in names you know there's a lot of them one that really comes to mind and he was a big part of the article was Abe Kahn he's the husband of a uh, school board member Mindy Kahn he's a big presence in the community Abe's just a great guy I don't know if I'm and I'm, I'm going to insult Abe not on purpose because that's just my illiteracy here in that world but he was He's. I've been told he was like the youngest captain or colonel in U.S. Army history. I think he reported to the president. I may be getting some of this wrong or right. He was. Right. Uh,
1: he was certainly way in the upper ranks, meeting with meeting with you know huge huge in, upper level folks. In
0: whichever one I got wrong, I mean he he was a big deal. Yeah. And you would never. And the reason why I don't have it perfectly because you would Abe would rather just give you the shirt off his back than tell you how important he was. Exactly. And he's just that guy. But he's a guy you interviewed for this Afghanistan story. He was there. He was
1: there three times for a year at a time in like o two o three o five o six and then in twelve thirteen. So
0: right. And so just an incredible guy there. You spoke to speaking to him or anyone else in that story. What's what's one thing that really jumped out to you that surprised you or moved you, uh, for especially for people who say it's a waste of time. We shouldn't have been there. A bunch of evil. You know capitalist or imperial you know whatever the arguments are and you hear it all the time but for, when you talk to these guys right what was there anything that just jumped out at you that said hey there was a reason and it meant something to them that jumped out what to what
1: they kept saying was they pointed out 90 percent of the taliban aren't even from afghanistan they're from yemen and and other countries so when we're talking about you know fighting the taliban we're not fighting f Af- Af- afghan people we're fighting a you know a sort of an intrusive sect um, extremist sect. And they said every single soldier I spoke with said that the Afghan people are the nicest, most trusting, most sincere people in the world. And uh, and they, they all had great memories, good friends over there. They you know, built schools, they built power plants. They distributed 6,000 soccer balls at one point, Abe said, to orphanages and schools. I mean, just the connections, the human connections that these guys had when you look, you watch the movies and the news and the war, you know, the war movies, which obviously played a role and these guys absolutely buried, uh, buried friends and, and, and were attacked and everything. But they also made such human connections that there's, it's just, and the other thing that, that's really surprised me and, and, and. And broke my heart is that ever all the soldiers are now expecting an uptick in in an even more uptick in veteran suicides because oh, of how God. this ended there. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, and nothing I can ever re- relate to other than tragic, it's tragic. It's been heartbreaking. I, I don't want this show to be a somber show, but we're talking about Afghanistan here on the Florida Keys Weekly podcast. Uh, we're talking with Mandy Miles, editor of the Key West Weekly. We're talking about her speaking with veterans and current servicemen and women who served there. With boots on the ground in Afghanistan. And you think about it, you know, we were there 20 years. If you're a 15-year-old girl yeah, a, a few weeks back, you were, and I'm not saying America's perfect. We've got our own history. But when it comes down to overall trying to do good in the world and what these men and women were in Afghanistan were doing, I'm trying to get away from the typical banter, coffee shop arguments people right. make. At the end of the day, uh, our presence there. If you were a 15 year old girl and you were born there in Afghanistan, a couple of weeks back, you woke up and you saw female journalists, you saw female athletes yep. coming in and out of a- Afghanistan. You saw a lot of freedom, driving, yeah. driving, going to school, r- being educated. Uh, you know, and then within the blink of an eye, with a almost in a 24 hour period, you got out of your bed and you were. Th- if you, it's tragic. You you're subject to being ripped out of your family's arms and married yes. off to somebody as they come through, or worse. Um, if your family supported or did anything outward, and that world's just changed in the blink of an eye. And I don't think I know I can't. I don't think many Mar- Americans can comprehend. I don't think so. No, that world. What and that's imagine like.
1: being a parent who does who did remember the Taliban rule before we got there and then you know lived in fear of us leaving lived in fear of them coming back and and what what that would mean for their kids for their for their sons and daughters
0: yeah and to see the the tragedy of people trying to get out of their own planes clinging clinging to you know, air oh wheels and, yeah. and landing gear. It's just tragic. So we'll move on from that story. But I will say that Afghanistan piece, hats off to you and the team. It was just incredible and timely. Thank you. And Thanks very if, much. If anyone hasn't read that, you can go to keysweekly.com. You can see it right there. If it's if it's scooted down a little bit, just go up in the search, put in Afghanistan. It should pop right up. There you up, go, yeah. And you can read that story and check it out. It's very moving. Let's
1: and that's th- another advantage we have. And, and one thing we do well is being able to cover... All of the Keys, I mean, obviously the Florida Keys are 120-some long, I you know, chain of islands, so it's tough to, when we're all the way down at the end in Key West, it's tough to know what's going on in Key Largo, and it is vastly different up there, other than the weather, the, the people, the issues are so different. But, uh, you know, Britt and, and uh, Jason Kohler at the Keys Weekly really have designed this company to, to oh, have the best coverage. Boy. No, right. I mean, I was so surprised when I when I first joined here because we have offices in the lower, middle, and upper Keys, and Key West, upper Keys, and Marathon. We, we It's so much easier to cover all bases than to have somebody driving up and down that road on US-1 to, uh, to try and figure out what's going on.
0: It's, it's interesting, and if anyone listening, you know, you've been in the Keys long enough, um, we're here in Key West and talking to Mandy miles at the Key West weekly. I'm Brett Myers here at the Key West weekly newspapers and media. We're talking about really when you have people come down and say, Hey, I want to, I want to get a story out or I want to, even with advertising, I want to reach the market. And you start talking to people about who you're trying to reach and how most people, unless you spent time here, don't realize it's 110 mile stretch plus, you yes. know, uh, as you go up the keys, how vastly different some of the keys can be politically. Absolutely. Um, not much. Not as much geographically. You don't hit any mountains or anything. But <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but, <it's>, but there's <laughs> also a
1: difference. You know, I mean, Key West has more has is the historical old town versus the yeah. newer the more of a walking area. But yeah, it's just it's they're vastly different communities.
0: So as we talk about some of the news here, I don't want to. By any means, I have you on the show, and I'll probably have, I will have, you know, our marathon editor and Upper Keys editors on here talking about cool. that. We'll talk about Key West today, though. Sure, we have a lot cool. of Key West listeners uh, today. What's going on in the news? Just some of the recent stories you've been covering, and unless you live under a rock, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you probably are not aware of. You probably are aware of some of the issues we're facing, like a lot of the nation. But Key West is very interesting right now. In the coming days, we'll have a city commission meeting and they are going to discuss whether or not the Florida Keys' largest event of the year, Fantasy Fests, right. and whether or not they, at least the parts that the city controls right. and has authority over, whether or not they will allow that to proceed. They have to make a decision sooner than later. Fantasy Fest coming up here in October, and they're going to be discussing that. That's going to be a huge, huge, huge issue. hot topic. Huge. yes. Uh, very heated. There's going to be people saying, no, don't do it. We're all going to get sick. It's a super spreader. The variant's picking up. Boom, boom, boom. And there's going to be people saying enough is enough. We can't shut down. We need this money. Our businesses need this to survive. Both sides are going to be very passionate.
1: And both sides have great points. That's what makes it so difficult.
0: Yeah. So... What's your take on that? You covered that here recently about Fantasy Fest. As we approach this meeting, what do you what do you expect out of that?
1: There was a long discussion um, just this past Tuesday at the meeting, although it, the although the topic had not been uh, listed on the agenda, so there was nobody there specifically to speak to the item. Um, but the city commissioners discussed it, and they're they're also you know seeing both sides and and talking about both sides because they say we want to protect our community. It's a public health issue. This time last year, when we did cancel Fantasy Fest, we the we're in worse shape now with COVID than we were last year, and we were basically shut down last year. But then on the other side, there's now a vaccine. There is uh, the businesses have struggled a lot. They have they were shut down specifically bars in Florida lost months of uh, of revenue. But the biggest concern, and and so they they basically scheduled it for a discussion on September first, and and the mayor specifically told business owners they're all obviously. Anticipating uh, downtown business owners and hoteliers to come, but bring solutions and ideas uh, for public safety, health, ways to decrease risk, decrease transmission. Um, Man, nobody knows what that's going to be.
0: We posed a question, so we're we're talking about Fantasy Fest. I'm talking to Mandy Miles, the Key West Weekly editor here on the Florida Keys Weekly podcast, talking about the Key West City Commission and whether or not they could possibly be looking to shut down the event or just get ideas from the public, at least shut down the portions, again, reiterate that, the portions that they are responsible for. We posted a question on our Keys Weekly Facebook page asking just the general public, do you think uh, that the, and we knew it, it would get some passionate responses, but <laughs> you know, do you think that local government or officials should be already looking to shut down events? Now, in fairness... I'll say I realize some of these they have to do in advance because of bookings and there's all kinds of things and elements that they have to look at ahead of time and they can't just shut it down three weeks before and and that is fair flip side of that i'll say i didn't see that item on the city agenda now you can exactly can add stuff later i'm not saying you know i'm not saying there was conspiracy but it was not added i never saw it on there it was
1: never on the agenda and it was never actually formally added it was just discussed under a report yeah Uh, yeah i think
0: the city manager's report or something it was it was added to that we've seen that before that's not the most that's not the first time that that's been done but it certainly you know, a lot of times something like that happens, you get worried that a decision could be made that night when you slide something right, in. Right, And fortunately, that's been pushed back uh, here in the coming days to, a, to a, a soon-to-be meeting where it's going to be discussed. I think that night at the Key West City Commission is going to be.
1: It's going to be one of the uh, most packed emotional uh meetings i've i've probably ever covered in my 23 years here
0: i predict one of those nights and you've covered the city of key west for a long time i predict that's one of those nights you go in and you're going to be at the 10 11 o'clock hour oh absolutely and it's, it's going to be postponed to the next evening yep Or, or my favorite move will be (laughs) they (laughs) postpone it to when everyone else has to go back to work the next day, and it's like a 10 a.m. or noon meeting. Exactly, yes. And then uh, they can make a decision without everyone yelling at them. And
1: interestingly, actually, part of the conversation was uh, our friend Mike Murawski actually suggested that they hold the meeting at which they'll decide the future of of events and Fantasy Fest. He, He pointed out that so many of the service industry workers who do depend on the income from these special events, they work at night. They work when the city commission meets. So he suggested why not have a, an afternoon meeting when or a morning meeting so that more of the service industry workers can have their voices heard on this issue you
0: know and we've we saw that happen here in the and what was a year or two ago when we moved a meeting here in key west at the key west city commission and they, it was a big topic yeah so much has happened with COVID. i know i know uh, we saw that happen and they moved it and they had a lot more input from people that might have something to do with i don't want to go down a rabbit hole but something to do with with uh, I, don't know, to, I forget what it was about A lot yeah. more participation when people could be there A lot of moms and dads and working people go home at night you know, They can't go, you get your kids homework done right. You can't do a 5.30 meeting I'm not going to get carried away on that But huge topic, it's going to be coming up We'll be talking about that more in the coming weeks uh, With Fantasy Fest and other events in the Florida Keys we don't know what the weather is going to bring, for, and no pun intended, from hurricanes right. to to how bad the variant is or isn't, but we'll report on it and we'll Absolutely. let you know. exactly. And we've got a couple more minutes here. I want to move through some things really quickly for the last three or four minutes. And I appreciate everyone listening to the Florida Keys Weekly Podcast. It's our first one. We're also in radio land And uh, we have made it so far, knock on wood, we haven't said a bad word yet. I've been
1: careful. I've been careful.
0: (laughs) Shanice is shaking her head.
1: (laughs) I don't think we did. Uh, She hasn't held up any signs to me yet.
0: A couple quick things, though, that's coming up to look at. Uh, We'll talk about more. But one's obviously just as we look at the future here. You had a great story here recently in the Key West Weekly about air travel how crowded it's getting at the airport. um, Oh, people have been delayed and delayed. Delays. I mean, that place is just jam-packed. And you had a chance to talk to our airport director, uh, Richard Strickland. He had some input on that. What can you tell us about the? As you saw yesterday, by the way, as we talk about this, uh, uh, or just the other day, as we talk about this, I saw where even with all that going on, where Allegiant, which I've flown a few times, is a great airline that takes you to... Uh, Asheville, North Carolina. They're coming. I allegedly, I think they're coming in to.
1: It seems like Key I know. West. I could have sworn I had actually flown Allegiant direct from Key West, but you said no. They just started. So I apparently, I drove Fort Lauderdale. It, um, I flew out of Fort Lauderdale. Andy,
0: you've done all kinds of stuff. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what you have done in Key West or haven't done? I can't imagine you. Pre- and most of that you can't see on the radio. Shanice, will, that's probably a good thing. But um real quick, tell us about what's going on at the Key West Airport.
1: Hopefully, there is a light at the end of the tunnel or runway, so to speak. Richard Strickland. A lot of the delays have been caused, and and there's such a domino effect in in air travel when it comes to you know there could be bad weather in the Midwest or at uh, Kennedy in New York, and all of a sudden planes land here late, they get delayed, and they get stacked up on our runway. Uh, There's also limited control that that our airport's director has. He can't just pick and choose what flights and what airlines can come. The uh, FAA sort of controls that yep. but hopefully uh, so many of the delays were caused by staffing shortages both at the airport who work for the county and at the airlines but since end of june he said there have been i believe it was something like 48 new employees have been hired had been hired and are just finishing up training so he did say that hopefully some of the uh, some of the worst delays and troubles will start easing by uh, the end of this month
0: all right. So there there you go. A big story and that you're you're one of the few talking about that. And I, I have a prediction and again, it's a rabbit hole. We won't go down it too far. I have a prediction: the airport, not just what you're talking about, it's going to be a bigger story, a bigger topic, without question. Uh, it's going to we're going to move from cruise ships to airport. Uh, you can draw a connection there if you like. Yep, that's going to be a bigger story in the next 12 months as we see what happens there. We'll be covering that as well. Uh, we'll we've talked about some some deep issues. We talked about Afghanistan, how it relates to us locally, those who serve locally. We talked about the airport here on the Florida Keys Weekly Podcast. We've had Mandy Miles, the Key West Weekly editor. I'm Britt Myers. This is our first show. We'll, we're going to have a lot of fun with this in the coming weeks. We wanted to get this first one off the ground. I can't be more pleased that it was with Mandy Miles. Well, thanks. We, so we, far,
1: so good, I think. Yeah,
0: we'll end the show in the last couple minutes here with humor. In the paper each week, uh, we do a top ten.
1: Oh, well, that's the, Let's give credit where credit is due. <laughs> Britt does a top ten, thank God. Well, when it's he, offensive... The guy's quick, I gotta say. Uh, my job is just to make sure we don't get sued for it, but... We, we, well, good luck. <laughs> each week in the Key West
0: and all the Keys weekly marathon Upper Keys we do a top ten uh, typically it revolved around humor. Um, we try to try to make everyone upset, whether you're right, <laughs> yes. left, middle ground, or
1: equal opportunity yeah. offensive.
0: So this week's we'll we'll do the quick top ten rundown. We'll end the show with that. Uh, if for those listening, if you if you want to check out more, there's there's so much. There's a new principal at Key West High School. There's there's events, there's shows, there's history, there's sports, local sports, all that you can find at Keys weekly.com you can go to our social media pages for insta updates for the Florida Keys weekly newspapers you can see us on Instagram uh, yeah, we're sort of jamming.
1: There's a lot going on. We have
0: a daily new e blast you can subscribe to. There's our plug for the week. Uh, shameless, shameless, but, but no, you, can t- you can check that out. And it really, if you really want to keep your finger on the pulse of what's going on in Monroe County, the Florida Keys, Key West Marathon, Tavernier, Key Largo, Isla Murata, you name it, it's all there. But let's end with some humor, Mandy Miles. Go for it. We'll do the top ten this week. This week we have fantasy football coming up. If you're listening, you Good probably God. either are playing fantasy football or you know someone who's playing fantasy. Football. which means
1: you're listening to somebody talk about fantasy football.
0: Now, I only have about 10 leagues, so I'm not quite a uh, connoisseur, but we we have a lot of fun with it each year. But here's our humor this week. It was the top 10 signs fantasy football is here this year. So, fantasy football's kicking off, the NFL season's kicking off. Here's your top 10 signs that fantasy football is here. Uh Mandy, I'll start it out with number 10. You follow suit. Number 10. The number 10 sign that fantasy football is here is your husband has suddenly lost interest and the Tom Girardi and Erica Jane scandal. So your husband's he's not watching that with you. There was a documentary my wife maybe watched that, the Real Housewives Lady. Evidently the uh the attorney guy, Tom Girardi, is a bad dude. He's taking money from people, but Fantasy, fantasy football's here. You
1: know here. way more about that than I. Would uh, way next. way more than I want to know. But guess what?
0: Fantasy football's here. I don't have to watch it exactly. anymore. Exactly. So. You don't
1: know how it gets resolved. But the number nine, top ten sign that fantasy football is here. Number nine, your wife's safe words are Omaha, Omaha.
0: Oh man, <laughs> I don't well, want miss th- Peyton. I don't want to think about my wife's safe word and Peyton Manning at the same time. <laughs> I miss Peyton. Number eight, you've canceled a kid's birthday party, a family vacation, or a cardiology appointment (laughs) to attend a fantasy football live draft. There you go. Top 10 signs fantasy football is here. Number seven.
1: Number seven, you can't name the last five U.S. presidents, but you can rattle off the top 10 fantasy football kickers of all positions.
0: You know that's true. There's so many people who can't name the presidents and can name the football kickers. I know most of those guys. Um, (laughs) Number six, number six sign fantasy football is here. You called HR to report a hostile work environment after. after your employer blocked Yahoo Sports in the office.
1: I don't think we have to worry about that, luckily, in this office. (laughs) Number five sign that fantasy football is here. You traded a monthly child rescue plan check for an additional third-round pick in your fantasy draft.
0: There you go. Number four sign that the fantasy football is here. You failed pre-algebra twice in high school, but developed an algorithm using chaos theory mathematics (laughs) to determine determine your pre-draft fantasy football rankings.
1: (laughs) Number three sign that fantasy football is here. You've applied the zero RB philosophy to your company's hiring process.
0: There you go. Uh, If you're doing no RBs this year in fantasy football, I'm sorry, you're going to lose. But (laughs) number number two uh, signs that fantasy football is here: you warned your seven year old son or daughter that the next time she or he underperforms at school, they will end up on the waiver wire. So (laughs) uh, that's right. And uh, that, was, that was the perfect timing. That was the buzzer, Mandy. So you're going to finish off the show this week with the number one sign that uh, fantasy football is here.
1: Perfect. You find yourself concerned about the eating and sleeping habits of fantasy football expert Matthew Barry.
0: I love Matthew Barry. Folks, <laughs> it has been a pleasure. We're going to have some fun with this in the coming weeks. It is, it's uh an honor and i'm I'm always going to be proud of this to say that mandy miles the editor of the key west weekly newspapers here was our first guest on the podcast it's
1: an honor to be here thank
0: you absolutely you want to hear this some more you want to check some things out we will have the florida keys weekly podcast on our website www.keysweekly.com you can find us on facebook instagram all the things that kids like these days Uh, mandy might even do a tiktok dance if you're lucky (laughs) never never Uh, (laughs) folks have a great week we'll see you next week have
1: a great one guys